You're listening to the Painted Goddess Podcast with Jennifer Hrishu. This is episode number 85. Well, hello, witches. It's Wednesday, or it may be whatever day you are receiving this podcast. My name is Jennifer. I'm the founder of Painted Goddess and the host of this podcast. Painted Goddess is a magical container for healing through astrology, divination, and magic. I am so excited today to share with you a conversation that I had with my beautiful witch sister, Marilyn, PNW High Priestess. You may know her from the lives we do every Tuesday on Instagram TV. And if you are wanting to check any of those out, there's certainly some juicy conversations (laughs) spattered throughout this whole pandemic. We have been dedicated to almost every single Tuesday. I think we only missed a couple just getting together, pulling tarot cards for those who are watching and also sharing with you the astrologic weather, the cosmic weather, the witchcraft you could be doing for the season and the wheel of the year. Marilyn is an incredible, uh, goddess who just she lights up my life and world and has introduced me to so many beautiful people many of you may be listening to this podcast and it is not lost on me that our group all of us are converging in this really beautiful way and moving towards this Aquarian age this dawning of collective excuse me, collective leadership and collective care and uh, supporting each other. And that's not to say that there aren't individual voices within. So we have a lot of exciting things coming up for this year. But I just wanted to share this conversation because I think I was particularly mercurial that day. And um, so I hope that you enjoy this conversation with Marilyn, PNW High Priestess at the Old Tree Metaphysical Shop. Um, Okay, so Miss Jen and I are going to, well, Jen is going to be talking about some of the astrological things that uh, we can take into consideration from this time into this new Capricorn moon on the 12th that is coming into play. And during our full moon, uh, we talked about working on releasing those things that we wrote down and put in our bowl of water to disintegrate. But we talked about having to physically actually work on those things, which is true and we are in this waning moon time right now which is the most amazing time to do release work so if you want to you still have that ability to write down those things that you want to release from 2020 fold them up put them into a bowl of water put them outside under the moon and on the back of that say i release you 
I release you and work on really cutting those ties and cords to those aspects of 2020 and continuously working during this waning moon will help you clear out some space so you can plant seeds for the new moon coming on January 12th. And Jen's going to tell us all about the energies leading up to and on that new moon. Yes. Thank you for having me. It's interesting to be a bottom. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> and with it's that. It's interesting to be a top, too. Because I... <laughs> I know you are. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, shit. That's fantastic. Uh, I know. So um, I brought with me, I just want to, um, I brought with me this beautiful, it's actually like, um, I was told it's not just rose quartz, it's like purple quartz, because my, my mother oh, found no. this in her garden. Like a violet so, any, quartz? Yeah, like wild rose quartz. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And so I wanted to bring that today to share with everyone and send them love. I know, you know, I felt like after the moon ritual you held um, Tuesday night, I released a lot of the heaviness. Good. And so, awesome. yeah, I mean, it took a while yesterday. So yes, yeah, yesterday was a little heavy. And then, I mean, we got my house cleaned, you know, so that's um, all you know what that's always that feels really good me too is cleaning the house having it yeah having it organized and clean on new year's eve so you can go into the new year with a clean house doesn't yeah i, I, really, I don't know yeah, if i was starting to feel the anxiety of that and i was just like all keyed up and yeah. not okay so yeah i'm um going good. into the new year with a little um less Clarity. of that feeling Good. Yes. Good. And so the astrology of this end of year time, it's kind of interesting. There's a couple of dates that I think are really good to work with. And I wanted to mention too, I mean, in terms of the moon cycle, the last quarter moon happens on the 6th of January, and it's in the mm -hmm. sign of Libra. We're in a cardinal lunar cycle. And a cardinal lunar cycle is those um, initiatory, those turning points of the year, right? C uh, cancer is that cardinal point that normally um, on z at zero degrees of cancer is when we have the summer solstice. So this mm -hmm. is, you know, it's kind of that apex of the year. Incidentally, we have this full moon in cancer at the end of the year. We had a full moon in cancer at the beginning of this year, too. And then if you noticed, um, and someone did, they sent me a DM thinking maybe it was a mistake, but there's no um, full moon in Cancer next year at all. No, there isn't. And mm -hmm. we, yeah, because we had it right at the end of this year, and then we'll start mm -hmm. 2022 with one. So we kind of have had, I mean, we'll have a new moon in Cancer, but we've had our last full moon in Cancer for a while. Mm -hmm. And so that, um, so of course, it'll be part of the moon cycle. But back to, you know, the cardinal moon cycle is here to, you know, kind of be that turning point. It is the wheel of the year. It's that turning of the year. And so I think to embrace that, I mean, remember that these things, I think sometimes people, um, you know, and I associate it a little bit with spiritual bypassing, but it's like, oh, astrology happens to me 
or my spell work happens to me. And like yeah. you said at the ritual on Tuesday, it was like, no, you have to work. Yes. And yeah. continually have just, these you things can't as just yours. You do a spell and then it yes. appears. Yeah. Like you have to work at it. Yeah. Yeah. The word work is very important. And if you don't like the word work, that's cool. But you can find a word that that works for you. Uh -huh. Where it's like I'm I'm prioritizing. You know, taking what are you action. prioritizing? I'm taking action on. I'm you know, and, and again, this cardinal lunar cycle is perfect for that kind of like doing production mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. the the cardinal lunar cycle is all about making things happen manifesting them mm -hmm. and the new moon and, and so the last quarter moon in libra on the sixth kind of ushers in this last week towards the new moon that's pretty potent for us um astrologically so one of the things that um is happening so on the sixth mars is going to move into taurus Okay, Mars has been in Aries for a long time and it retrograded in Aries. We've been in its shadow. It actually went retrograde at 29 degrees of Aries. So it almost left Aries. And then it was like, well, election season's coming. So let's go back. <laughs> you know, it was like, and fuck you. Let me, let me tell you. It was very, right? Just kidding. It was like, I don't think you guys are arguing enough on the internet. And, um, but you know, and Mars hung out with Lilith for the whole, like so much of last year too. Mm -hmm. So he's, I feel like he's holding her cauldron. Like this shit is, ha you know, this is happening and I'm not yeah. going to let it go. Mars is very persistent. So when Mars moves into Taurus and Lilith already moved into Taurus, she's like, okay, thanks. Bye. You know, you do your thing, Mars. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go. I'm going to gonna take my hotness over here. Now. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I've done my, I've whispered my, my needs and she, you know, or I've, I've spoken my truth and she moved into Taurus. And I think that that, you know, has kind of regalized a few feminist ideals that are starting to become really mainstream. And this is, this is what the goddess asteroids are doing in general, but, and the Lilith dark moon, you know, she has been, you know, it, this shadow worker for a yeah. while. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so on the sixth, when Mars moves into Taurus, it's that last quarter moon. So it's a really great time to, you know, keep pushing, right. We'll feel that push of like, have I let it go yet? What is let, you know, and it's, it's in doing feels very tenacious, right? And with, with a cardinal um, lunar cycle, it can feel like, well, it's one of those where we really just have to like, how can we relieve, like, how can we let it go? And it's that unclenched fist over and over. How can we do that? And um, yeah, there's visualizations that I highly recommend around just like, like un unfurling ball now, the yarn or untying knots in your mind right uh, that's a great one and that's wonderful magic too by the way not magic um yeah. and one of the other things is that it's going to be in libra so we have to make sure that as we are letting these things go we also take some downtime so we can rejuvenate our senses as yeah. well because letting things go and releasing things is not easy work. It's not easy action no. to take. It really takes a lot out of you. Well, we're really so, attached as humans. And I think yeah. 2020 has shown us this, but our whole lives show us this. We're attached to our feelings of mm -hmm. being the victim. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. you know whose fault is it well certainly i'm doing you know we're in our own minds so we know our intentions but it's right. easy to you know project the shadow of our intentions onto others and say well right. they meant this thing and we do we get spun up in our heads and even you know everyone will end up having those moments where i can't see clearly Mm -hmm. And, you know, and Mars having been in Aries for a lot of this year, retrograding there, we were looking at what, do, how do I use my power, right? What mm -hmm. does my privilege do for me? How can I use my privilege? And yeah, when we get to that last quarter moon in, in, in Libra and Mars moves into Taurus, there's this where it must fall towards justice. It may, must fall towards relationships. So taking responsibility in that way. We're also well, having... Something that just came up for me is forgiveness. So yeah. I think that going into that, doing this release work, I think forgiveness is going to be uh, yes. one of the key players. Yeah. So around that, doing some kind of forgiveness work, forgiveness, mm -hmm. um, you know, spell even, you know, mm -hmm. who do I forgive? Include yourself on that list for mm -hmm. fucking sure. You know, mm -hmm. inclusive compassion. We can't, we can't really see others clearly until we are able to at least see ourselves clearly yes. and understand that we are part of this dance, right? Um, there's going to be a square to Pluto as well on that day. And, and so, mm, so <laughs> it's a challenging day. I wrote, I wrote Mars entering Taurus is hardworking and passionate. The creative and sustainable way that this transit can set, um, can up your game is notable. Moon square Pluto requires sacrificing extra baggage to go so clear out what is um, isn't being used for beauty or function so because mm -hmm. that libra and that capricorn are kind of those those energies combined right they are they want it to be functional or beautiful it doesn't have to be both it's but very, it can be it can, it be, can be it can be and and you know and, and virgo loves that synergy right like there are synergistic things that you can mm -hmm. but that's gonna be and and moving towards, so on the 8th then, we're going to have Mercury move into Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Venus is moving into Capricorn. So there's a lot of new energy. Now, Mars will still be at that zero degree of Taurus. And so there's three planets that will be um, in the zero degrees, like new signs, fresh energy. So that's going to start to feel, and that's four days away from this new moon. Right. So that portal that week leading up from the 6th to the 12th those that time is almost like it's like advent in reverse it's just layer after layer you know and um it really is gonna help i think venus is move, making some um some trines to mars venus is in capricorn and Ca venus hasn't been in capricorn all year it was like i'm out you you know pluto i see you you fucking dick you've been there a while you know, she's like, I don't want to play your fucking games. I'm not going to fuck you. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, v Venus is the, the, you know, the, the sex and fertility goddess. Yeah. You know, yeah. she, she visits, she visits. She's, she's, she the, teacher. she's the teacher of love. Yeah. She is that sacred sex, you know, mm -hmm. so she, she's like, I'm not going to Capricorn this year. You guys do your fuck. You have your meetings. <laughs> you, you know, and then she's going to actually, she starts off the new year moving into Capricorn. She's going to go all the way around and then she's going to retrograde in Capricorn at the end of next mm. year. So mm. she's doing her work and she's like, I'll do it without you. 
thanks. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. she is gonna make some trines to Mars because she's making sure she's like, hey, Mars, you're on my side, right? We're still mm -hmm. doing this for love, right? Don't, mm -hmm. you know, like, don't forget. Yeah, I talked right. to Lilith, we're good. Right. You know, right. so there's, there's that thing. So. Um, oh, oh my God, hold on one sec. Spork yeah. witch. I love you, darling. Uh, we use the F word like we change our underwear. So, <laughs> I've changed my underwear six times volume. in the last one. <laughs> <laughs> um, secret, I'm not wearing any right now. <laughs> I, just put, I, have, I just slapped on my pajama pants today. <laughs> I'm going commando. That's how oh. Evelyn tells me. She's like, As if I'm going to be like, you better. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, I love so you. From the, the 6th of January, yes. um, all the way up until the evening of the 11th. I mean, this is really time to, and, and you have the energy from the planets as well as the moon giving you that waning moon. It's really time to work on release magic, yes. you know, um, the, the, and one of the things that I love to work on during waning moon is releasing ways of thought. Um, because I am Virgo and yeah. Mercury and all those things. We're very but, mental. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's thought. And so I have, to, I really focus on releasing ways that I think because mm. for me, those things really, really hold me back. Yes. You know what I mean? So, well, so, you know, when Mercury moves into Aquarius on the 8th, it's, melding with that collective mm -hmm. hive now now this can be very you know I, I don't want to play this down to some degree this can be dangerous some of the um cultish kinds of riotous and you know movements mm -hmm. that are making plans for inauguration day which has got a shit ton of astrology that when when mercury moves into aquarius we have to really be careful that we are thinking our own thoughts yes and so yeah like we're we're saying um that's that's a program that's that's a societal kind of norm status quo i'm going to question that first remember aquarius right. does question authority but its ultimate goal is to really have hive mind is to well, get everybody to that mercury, level but mercury is all about doing that research too yes so it doesn't want to just what, accept having, it having hive mind is not, is not a bad thing. Having hive mind can make huge changes, sure, but yes. these things need to, like you said, need to be your own thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't yeah. be um, a lemming, you know? No. Like, well, and, 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 and this is, I mean, I think we've been, we've been, you know, there's been a, there's been kind of like this radicalization of the term sheep, which is interesting because yeah. it was something used by Christians to, in, it, you know, to tell people everyone's pretty good, you know, because mm -hmm. you want to be shepherded and all this stuff. But it's mm -hmm. interesting to consider the way that, um, you know, the new age kind of comes into this conversation. And I just want to make sure everybody's really connected. And this is why you have to do the work to connect to your, Correct. to that channel, opening up your your crown so that you're connected to something higher than right. than the cacophony that is humanity sometimes and mm -hmm. and and mercury and aquarius should help us do that as long as we're remembering who the fuck we are yes and yeah. anything that asks you not to question your own you know thing it like you might be in a cult so just be careful <laughs> you know great careful you might be in a cult you so, don't need to think for yourself yeah it's fine just accept what i say 
Just it's let me fine. do all the work for you. I'll do yeah, it all. Let us, yeah. No, please <laughs> research all of this. <laughs> exactly. But but yeah, and then but and Venus is is moving into Capricorn, right? So there's it's really hard working. It's like I'm gonna work for the love. I'm gonna work for love. So there is a lot of good um, vibes coming through alongside of this, but there's some there's some shit too. So we're gonna have um, on that eleventh, right before the new moon, Venus will make a conjunction to the moon. Mm. or the moon will make a conjunction to venus because mm. the moon's definitely like making you know That's so be this a fun time plus i love it's the a darkness. beautiful day I yeah i mean so so on the 11th the moon is conjunct venus and capricorn and it's trining mars in taurus and mercury will be in aquarius conjunct saturn and jupiter mm -hmm. right i mean this is so this is sweet days <laughs> good vibes everything could work out just right but you just or have to let it happen you want to you want to kind of just be like, um, this is kind of a day to respond mm -hmm. and be very conscious with your response, because it's going to be pretty lit that day. And, and um, yeah, there's, there's lots of helpful energy. There's lots of, you know, we're finally going to have Mercury conjunct with Saturn and Jupiter. You know, and the conjunctions, they're not exact, right? So mm -hmm. Saturn and, and Jupiter are still really close to each other right. um, within five degrees. And so when Mercury enters into that, you know, atmosphere with them, they're like, oh, hi. And Mercury is going to take that message around because he's going to go speeding past, right? Yeah. So, so Mercury wants to check in and be like, so how was Capricorn? What's up? How are you doing? <laughs> Can I give anybody else messages? What you got? What you got? Yeah. What, what, you know, how did your conjunction go? How did that, you know, merging go? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so, and so Mercury is going to be going around telling those stories the rest of the year to the other planets and signs as it meets up with those planets and signs, right? So it's just, we, we kind of want to receive that day, right? It's about you know, re receiving. I am, I am very excited about, um, the new moon in Capricorn. Um, I'm really excited about starting the new year off, yes. you know, with, with that earth sign, you know, and um, one of the things that, you know, 2021, it equates to a five and yeah. fives, fives can be about friction, but think about it this way. For me, it came across this way is that we are starting off in this beautiful earth sign. And, you know, our, our mother Gaia gives us this amazing minerals to grow our seeds in, right? We just need to realize that it's just going to take a little bit of extra effort to nurture and grow these things that, that we are yeah. planting. I think the one message that, um, one of the messages that I want to give out is, is don't give up. Don't give up. Don't, don't throw mm -hmm. the towel in. Even though yeah. you might hit a little rock, um, you know what? You'll get through it. You'll, you'll yeah. get. Well, and it matters. Like notice, notice those thoughts again, right? Oh, it mm -hmm. doesn't matter what I do. It does. Mm -hmm. It does. Oh, matter. it doesn't matter how I show up. It does. It doesn't matter if I forgive or apologize. No one cares. They do. Right. I mean, part of part of acknowledging that you are your temple, you are your sacred space, is feeding yourself those words. I am my sacred space. I am worthy. I am yes. my I am my own beautiful being. You know, yes. I am these things. I am. Um, yeah. I. Yes. I mean, the Cancer Moon is meant to remind us of that, 
<clears throat> yeah. every, you know, the new moon, the full moon, any cancer moon, every cycle even, mm -hmm. you know, tapping back into that so that we right. have that anchor right. is so important. We're, we have a home here. Yeah. I mean, one you of know. the things that you could look at too is on this new moon, planting seeds of new ways to communicate with yourself. You know, yes. I mean, with Mercury coming into play too, new ways yes. to communicate so you can start thinking differently, you know, Absolutely. and it's not, not good or bad, just differently. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, um, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave, I'll leave you with, cause I'm excited to see the rune that uh, Runa pulls, but the new moon in Capricorn. So this is what I wrote. Uh, Mercury in Aquarius is going to be square to Taurus. Now, because everything's moved into, um, Aquarius, it's that fixed sign, right? Not everything, but because Jupiter and, and Saturn have, they're going to be making some squares to Taurus, right? Taurus, uh, or I mean, a Uranus and Taurus. Mm -hmm. Okay, so those, those are some interesting points, right? We're going to be brought down to, it's like, oh, this is reality. Here's reality. Oh, here's reality. Whereas last year, we didn't have, a t you know, Neptune and Pisces. It's like, oh, what's reality? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's like, so, world. you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe it's my opinion, you know, this whole fucking fuckery. So the new moon in Capricorn, everyone's got an opinion, right? It's like an asshole. Yep. Um, Mercury in Aquarius square to Uranus and Taurus. So make your intentions to the moon known. Ask for everything to win in an unexpected and blissed out way. This is like, because Aquarius wants that. Mm -hmm. Okay, the mm -hmm. new all these energies in Aquarius want you to just dream as big as possible, even though this this moon happens in Capricorn and it needs to be grounded, right? Um, your clarity, your clarity is a tool for making magic in your life. So be very specific with your request this much. That's the, the Capricorn part. Specificity mm -hmm. of <laughs> what you want. Don't worry about the details. Yes. Capricorn yeah. just wants the system to work. So you don't need yeah. the details, right? I like that. Yeah. I like There's that. no harm in asking when your mind, Mercury is free and consciously connected, right? It's in Aquarius. So just mm -hmm. try not to worry um, too hard, which may be hard during Capricorn. It and I want to share. So Capricorn has a 23 degree. That's where it's going to be new. And I've been into these Chandra symbols and the Chandra symbol for Capricorn at 23 degrees, which is actually Capricorn 24, which is a long story. <laughs> stalactites and stalagmites almost grown together. Ooh. So, yeah, right? Like as an image. Yeah. So super tight fit, custom designed by destiny, tailor-made. The individualist carving out unique karmic arrangements to bear you across a difficult passage. A journey undertaken under peril. A secret assignment withheld even from your conscious self. Cloak and dagger. Ooh. The thoroughly veiled soul the enigma of destiny, the secret instructions are writ upon your innermost being and you know them implicitly, silent, circumspect, withheld, super disciplined, guarded and private, sworn to secrecy. And inside all of this, secret brotherhoods, womanhoods, sisterhoods, <laughs> and cosmic streams send their emissaries to take up incredible tasks and think nothing of it. I love that. I love it. I named it the sacred, um, the sacred rites moon. I just think we need to remember this ritual of our life always. Yes. I, well, I think, you know, me and ritual, I love ritual. I know. Um, I Keeps that, time. That, 
Yeah, it does take time. It does take time. But it also takes that willingness to give it that time. You know yes. what I'm saying? So it's it's work. It's it is. Action. It's work. It's taking action. Yes. Taking and Capricorn loves very, like, when you take take control of your time and say, I'm going to devote time mm -hmm. to these passages, mm -hmm. to these rites. You know, 100%. so. 100%. Yeah. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. I love, I love you. you. Stick around for a card poll, okay? I will. Wasn't that lovely? So I'm hoping that you gain some clarity around what's going on from now until new moon time. New moon happens at 23 degrees of Capricorn on January 12th, which is a Tuesday. We will be going live that Tuesday and pulling tarot. If you want to catch us, go to my Instagram at Painted Goddess and give me a follow. You might even decide to get a notification when I go live and you will not miss it. As for the rest of this month, you know, January has a lot of other astrology going on. So Uranus is going to station direct. Uranus has been retrograde in Taurus for quite some time. It's making a slow progression through Taurus. Uranus is one of those very slow-moving planets, and it is associated with the surprise element, universal uh, freedom, and a lot of things that may be, uh, in some ways, um, creating new economies, right? New un unprecedented economies as we see the financial markets shift from being, you know, kind of held in this elitist uh, space and and becoming more substantially aware, like abundant, not just abundant, but available to everyone. I recently purchased $20 worth of Bitcoin on my PayPal account because it's easy. And this is what this new economy is going to look like if you want to invest in certain markets bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies is definitely one of the things that astrologers are watching as uranus moves through taurus and it will move direct on this uh 14th at six degrees of taurus <clears throat> the sun is gonna move we kind of have some you know after this we just have the sun moving into aquarius right aquarius season is going to begin so it's very exciting because the sun is going to move towards Jupiter and Saturn and make conjunctions to them on the 24th and 28th of January. And Mars is going to be conjunct Uranus on the day that the sun moves into Aquarius on the 20th. So January 20th, the sun moves into Aquarius, Aquarius season begins, Mars is going to conjunct Uranus at six degrees Taurus after it just went direct, right? So Mars is going to add power. I imagine seeing great financial gains in certain places. It may also cause unexpected economic upheaval. Um, certainly there are a lot of people who are financially insecure right now due to the t pandemic and capitalism and patriarchy and racism. 
Let's not forget all of that. So we are looking down the barrel of the this, you know, down. We're staring down the bull, right? Taurus is the bull. Stubborn, sturdy, abundant, right? Unafraid, willing to fight, willing to work hard. And Mars being there with Uranus is like, let's get to fucking work. We don't have to hurry through this, but we do have to power through this. <clears throat> so then the 24th, the sun will make a conjunction to Saturn at four degrees Aquarius. And then on the 28th of January, the sun will conjunct Jupiter at nine degrees of Aquarius. And these two conjunctions are going to amplify that vital source energy of what Jupiter offers, which is expansion, growth, cultural awareness, higher education, religious faith. Now, it may bring out the fanatics. Be careful. You might see a lot of people on the corner that day um, telling you that the end is near and that you must accept Jesus into your heart. But um, that's on the 28th. But the 24th is going to hopefully ratchet that down a little bit because when sun when the sun conjuncts saturn in aquarius we may see these numbers of the pandemic actually start to shrink i'm hoping it may also mean depending on where it's at um uh for your country you know every chart is a little different for countries so it may mean another lockdown you know when saturn moved into aquarius in the springtime of 2020 was when we had our first rounds of lockdowns and as saturn moved into aquarius again at the end of the year we had record numbers um and there was another call to make um some lockdowns and there are other countries doing another round of lockdowns um then we'll have a full moon in Leo at nine degrees of Leo on the 28th. Now, this full moon is a echo, right? So when we look at moon cycles, we're looking at new moons and full moons. So not only are we looking at the new moon in Capricorn that, would, um, that happens on the 12th, but we're also looking at the full moon that happened or I'm sorry the new moon that happened in Leo in August of 2020 so there are some echoes from that time um you know August was a pretty good you know time of the year if I remember it in regards to numbers there were climbing numbers now and it's not just all about the pandemic Leo is wanting us to go live. It wants us to be seen. So we may end up at this full moon finally having new voices at the table. And I think that the conversation is is going to be on a global scale, very different than the conversation was last um, January, um, politically, socially. And what will be seen is a very different kind of personality, identity, individualism than we've been um, really living for a really long time. Again, these are all energies ushering in a whole new uh, vibration, right? With Saturn and uh, Jupiter having moved into Aquarius, um, you know, it's definitely shifting all of this stuff, right? So, the 30th 
<laughs> here's some other fun stuff. On the 30th of January, there's two pretty intense um, transits. One is Mars will make a conjunction to Lilith at 11 degrees Taurus. So remember, Mars... <clears throat> is moving, you know, it, it conjunct with Uranus and left it behind. And now it's going to meet up with Lilith again. Now, Mars and Lilith traveled together a little bit back in um, early 2020, uh, springtime. And I do believe that before Mars went retrograde in Aries and, and Lilith moved on, they were meeting up and they were talking about the revolution, the feminist revolution, how to include everyone. What is a true rise of the feminine divine? What does that mean? What does it take? What is the, what is the equalization of power? How do we get sovereignty to everyone? What does that look like? And I think in this day and age, we're talking about issues of how do we provide medical attention to um you know, countries that aren't just rich, right? We are looking at um, countries who could actually be um, impacted by this pandemic for far longer than than the company, the the companies, yeah, than the countries who are able to receive the vaccine this year, right? And yet, <laughs> everyone wants to act like they're going to be able to go and visit these countries. And we don't know if those vaccines actually don't um, allow you to transmit the disease. So we are we are at a point where, again, that Aquarian mindset of collective leadership and collective care is going to need to take the reins. Mercury is going to also station retrograde on the 30th of January at 26 degrees of Aquarius. So Mercury is not quite ready to leave Aquarius yet. It wants to hang out there a little more to make sure we really get the mindset of Aquarius thinking um, it's, it's opportunity this year to really, really drive home these new kinds of uh, ways of being, ways of reacting to the global scale of uh, commerce and industry and collective structures, um, collective mindset, collective resources. You know, Aquarius always wants everyone to win. It doesn't want anyone left out. It's, it's exclusive of no one. You know, no rights are exclusive on this earth. And that's what Aquarius knows. And that's what Aquarius wants. And so as Mercury stations retrograde there, we're going to see, I think, a huge review of who's, who's with it, right? Who's, on, who's with the program? Who's got the memos of what we're doing here? And who's not getting it? And we're going to have to shout a little louder for those in the back. All right, my friends, I love you. I'll see you next week. Next week, we are going to be talking about, you know what? I don't fucking know because next week will be a whole new day. I'll talk to you soon. Take care, witches. You're powerful as fuck, so don't forget it. I'll see you next week. Hey, witch. Thank you so much for listening. If you've benefited from this podcast or enjoyed listening, please share, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcast app or anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can share me on Instagram or follow me there at Painted Goddess. 
reach out. Let me know how this lands. I would love to hear from you. Take care. Blessed be.